At 718, joining us now in our studios is Superintendent of Schools, Dr. Matt Hillman. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Jeff. I, I, I get into the studio and you're right on the air. We're right on the air. Yeah, early, we, early, we, a little earlier early. today than normal. Not much going on in sports now. You know, the school year is over, so... Every, all There's the, not much going on done. with the Minnesota Twins either. Twins so. had yesterday off. Yeah, well, even so. when they're playing, apparently there's not too much going on at the plate anyway. <laughs> they have, uh, you know, the school year is over. Why don't we start off right there? Graduation the other day, 285, yep, something 285 like that? students, yeah. Students graduated. We had uh, uh, just a beautiful day for it, outdoor uh, ceremony at uh, the Northfields, uh, our memorial field. It was a good day. It was an outstanding day. You know, of course, you always start with just the joy that we have of, you know, helping these students move on to what's next for them in life. And, you know, graduation is just one of those cultural pieces for us that, you know, as the unofficial, uh, you know, moving into the next phase of your life, young adulthood. And so exciting to see the, you know, the joy, you know, the mix of joy and, you know, a little bit of fear sometimes on those young people's faces. Those of us who have been through it, we know it, right? We, we we understand what that feeling is like. We probably all remember our graduation day and, and thinking about what was in store for us in the future and uh, thinking about the family around us who supported us and just so great to see what a wonderful crowd of people there to support these young people. You know, we had uh, you know some high school staff come in for the first time, have a you know, a faculty gallery, uh, which was really great to see our staff supporting the graduates, thanks to the, those uh, staff members who were able to do that. Some great student speakers and just a, a wonderful and, and very, um, you know, celebratory ceremony. So 2023 in the books, Jeff. It is in the books, you know, capped off with a great day on Sunday. But what about the whole rest of the school year? You know, did what, uh, can you give us some highlights or takeaways from that? Absolutely. Um so I think, you know, every school year is, um, you know, it's got its peaks and valleys, right? You know, we started off, you know, last, we go all the way back to last fall. You know, we started off with, I think, one of the better starts that we've had in, in some time. Let's really think about it. This was the first full year that really wasn't as impacted by uh, the pandemic, a word I don't even like to say out loud anymore, you know, since the 2019-20 school year. So we started with a theme for this year of Reset. So, you know, resetting all of the expectations, resetting the systems that we use to support students, making sure that we're prioritizing uh, the things that are most important. So we had a, a great start to the school year. It felt it, it felt regular for the first time in a while. And I know everyone was grateful for that. Every school year has its you know normal ups and downs. At the beginning of the year, we get off uh, you know to a good start. Uh, we obviously had it's it feels like a couple of lifetimes ago, but we did have two operating capital. Um, capital projects levy questions on the ballot, both that passed, um, I think, overwhelmingly uh, in November. We also said goodbye to some, you know, longtime school board members, and we welcomed uh, some new school board members. Uh, as we get through the academic year, you know, then we get into winter, and this winter was a little bit more, uh, packed a little bit more punch than most, so we had a, a little bit more challenge with weather as you know, we get into the spring, you know, of course, we, we did have to deal with some budget issues, just uh, longstanding budget issues in terms of uh, funding from the state and still addressing decline enrollment. And while none of us have to like the outcome, we can certainly be proud of the process that we used to bring people together to inform the board's decisions. Uh, you finish the school year uh, on, uh, you know, it's really a sprint once you get past spring break. 
And uh, what I will see some of our preliminary you know data shows that we've had some real positive uh, things that have happened this year in terms of student uh, growth and performance. And of course, that's measured in a variety of ways. One of the ways that it's most often reported is through student performance on uh, statewide assessments. But we're also measuring and looking at how did we help students grow socially and emotionally. A little trickier to do that, right? But we're not we're not going to shy away from trying to help measure how are we helping students really emerge from this historic time in their lives and help them to be stronger, Jeff. So on balance, I think we had a, a successful school year. There were certainly parts that felt uh, a lot better than others. But I just want to take a minute and thank all the community members who supported us this year. We feel such great support in this community, Jeff. It, it's wonderful. I want to thank our students. We've got amazing kids who show up and, and just do their best, and, and Northfielders can be proud. And then our staff. You know, Our staff have really been, like the rest of the country, they've been through the ringer the last few years, Jeff, with you know, really uh, a roller coaster, if you will, and really having the first full year where we were past the pandemic, I think was important for everyone. There is going to be an impact of the pandemic on on everyone, you know, for some time. Everyone listening knows someone who is still have being impacted by it. Our teachers and our educational assistants, our custodians, our child nutrition folks, they did an amazing job this year. We were short staffed from time to time, like many other businesses. I, I would really like anybody listening, if you know someone who works for the school, doesn't matter what their role is, if you could take a minute. And uh, ideally, you'd write them a little card just saying, hey, you know, thanks for your public service and, and doing good things for kids. I can't tell you how much that means to our staff that the public have support for them, not just from at the ballot box, but that individual level of support to say, we know you could be picking a lot of other fields in which to use your talent and frankly, to make a lot more money. And we are grateful that you've chosen this public service for our students. So if you're listening this morning, would you commit to me to write a note to one of our educators, teacher, educational assistant, principal, uh, child nutrition individual, uh, custodian, just nurses, just write them a note and say, hey, thanks for your hard work this school year. It's really valued by the community. And then ask three friends to do it for me. If we do that, we're going to really help our, our staff feel supported, and it's going to be a springboard to next year. All right. I'd like to say, hey, thank you all. By the way, I'll take care of mine now. Yeah. I don't write so well. You well, know that's that. a problem in radio, <laughs> Jeff. Uh, let's move on. You had a school board meeting last night. Um, you know, you, the previous meeting, we had talked about that. You passed the budgets and such, though all that's all tied up. I would imagine there are just some other loose ends to tie up. Did you do that? Are you getting ready for next year already? And Well, we are. I shouldn't say already. You've well, been get, getting ready for next year. Well, you know, yesterday was the first day past the school year because students were done on Friday. And many of our district office uh, staff, whether they be in the office or they be our custodial teams, our, our buildings and grounds team, uh, technology services, they have a countdown already until teachers come back in late August because there is a lot to get done in the summer to wrap up the previous school year, turn things around and get ready for the fall. Uh also, summer school started yesterday, and we have a tremendous amount of summer programming, community education, all those things. So, yep, wrap it up, move forward. From the board perspective, uh, we really did our budget proposal or our budget approval at the last meeting. And so, last I was really looking forward a couple of items. One was we are looking to add some nursing time. We're looking to add 
a full-time year-round nurse at the NCEC. And this is part of coming out of the state legislature. We know it's going to take several months to just know what questions to ask about what got passed in the legislature. But one thing that we know already is that there is some categorical aid, and categorical aid means that it is earmarked. You have to use the money from the state on a particular suite of services. And one of those items was uh, a what's called student support personnel. And as we have looked at the student support personnel that we have, you know, Jeff, we've added uh, some school counselors in the last couple of years. Um, we've long supported having uh, school psychologists and social workers at every building. Our nursing services over the past couple of years have been the area that we have seen to be the most stressed. Uh, so some new money from the state that says you can only use this money to hire new student support personnel. Um, our NCEC program hosts our uh, our licensed child care center, um, our preschool, and our district nurse is serving there in a double duty. And so we're looking to add a, a full-time year-round individual who can support the Northfield Community Education Center, our youngest learners with their health needs, and then also be able to provide nursing services for our summer school programs. And so that would free our district nurse to be able to continue to support each building as the medical situation with some of our students is becoming more and more complicated. It really does deserve some additional support. And again, there's some funding coming from the state. Next year, it'll be $11.94 per student. 24-25, it'll be $17.08. And two years from now, it's going to be nearly $50 per student at $48.73. So we will uh, have to spend a little bit of our uh, our general fund budget on this uh, for next year and the year after. But within two years, it would be uh, being paid for completely by state funding. So this is an area that we just, the board heard the proposal last night. Uh, and again, um, we want to support the entire child. And when a young child has uh, a medical condition, maybe they're a new diabetic, maybe there's some other complication, it really is peace of mind for parents to know that there's a licensed medical professional at the school to assist. Superintendent of Schools, Dr. Matt Hillman, is uh, with us. We're talking about uh, action taking at last night's uh, Northfield School Board meeting. Uh, you made some uh, policy um, decisions. Would that be the right word? A little bit of both. Okay. So uh, we heard, so we, as you know, we typically have a two-reading approach with policy. So last night we heard uh, the Student Citizenship Handbook. Now, the Student Citizenship Handbook is one of the most important things that the board oversees because it is it serves as the district's disciplinary policy. So there were fairly modest suggested changes uh, for next year, things just to really clarify some issues that we may have been seeing emerge that uh, need to be addressed specifically, some other modest language changes, some alignment of some potential consequences, and so just some real updates of it. I wouldn't say that there's anything that's major. The board had a great discussion about it. They went beyond just the recommended changes for next year, asked some additional uh, questions about uh, things that we've seen emerge. You know, For example, we had a good discussion uh, in the dishonesty, about the dishonesty category and how you know, artificial intelligence plays into that and, and talked about, we had a really uh, great brief discussion about, um, you know, how do we, how do we teach students to use artificial intelligence, things like chat GPT that have just grown exponentially since it was first released last November. We know that they're going to be using it in a number of ways. We've heard that on some of your uh, broadcasts here, Jeff, and we know that there's a, there's a big future in it, but we also need to teach students when is it appropriate to use it and when do you need to do your own creative work, right? How do you use it to support your growth and development in particular areas? So that was a, a quality discussion. And, you know, we also discussed, even though 
the new uh, law that legalizes cannabis does not af- it does not affect school. Obviously, it's still illegal at schools. It's illegal for our students. But just thinking about how do we uh, highlight that language in our policy just to make sure that it's really clear. So some great discussion by the board around that. Then our hand-in-hand early ventures, kid ventures handbooks, just again, some modest changes there that we're proposing. First reading on all of that. Uh, what about uh, the uh, audits? You have... Uh, the school year is almost done, and every year you're required to do a, a financial audit. Uh, you're getting ready for that, I'm sure. So it's, it's it, we have a little bit of a joke that in our finance department, starting basically in November or December of each year, they start the budget, right? So they, they start the budget process, and then the moment that they finish the budget process, which was at the last meeting, they begin the audit process. And so we started that last night. The board didn't vote on um the uh, audit and what they call the audit engagement letter, which is really uh, procuring services of an auditing firm. Um, but we presented it last night. We typically adopt that at the July board meeting. They'll uh, be asked to adopt that at the July board meeting, and then the audit process begins. So already on to that, Jeff. What's next, as we like to say in the district? <laughs> and let's talk about that for a second. What is next uh, for the school? You, know, you mentioned you know, the, the last day of school was Friday. We've had graduation Summer school has started already as of yesterday. You're turning that corner. What are some of the things, uh, you know, more major project, uh, projects that people will notice when they get back to school? Yeah, so I, I think really a lot of the summer is going to be, there, there's a number of things that happen every school year, right? Because schools reinvent themselves. We don't have the exact same group of people each year, right? We have a graduating class that leaves us and we have a new set of kindergartners that come in. Uh, every year we have some staff who retire or move on to other positions, and this year we, we had some budget reductions that caused some staff uh, reductions. And so we're always reinventing themselves. So every school year is, is different, but as we look to next school year, um, you know, one of the things families will see in the fall is we're turning over those iPads, right? We, as we talked about it uh, several times over the last few months, we'll be updating our, iPad, our iPad fleet uh, at the beginning of uh, next school year. So families can anticipate that piece coming. Uh, we're also going to be working to implement uh, a number of the legislative components that were passed uh, this past legislative session sweeping, as we've said. Uh, we've been working on um, updating our approach to teaching reading for several years. It started with a curriculum adoption several years ago. It's moved into letters training, which I know that you have talked with our Director of Instructional Services, Hope Langston, about. But it will be continue to work on implementing uh, that part It'll also be working on continuing to implement other curriculum area updates. So, for example, our Spanish immersion program, Compañeros, is doing a program or they're, they're doing some curriculum work this summer and looking ahead of, you know, what are the successes in that area? What are the areas that we need to strengthen? There's a number of examples like that. Our English language arts has been working really hard at, you know, updating their curriculum and making sure, you know, that they are using modern resources that align uh, with state standards, trying to have a little bit more uh, consistency, Jeff, across the system. Uh, so those kinds of things are the things that are, are really ramping up. Uh, the legislative session is going to affect 27 school board association model policies. So some of them are very simple, updating the legislative reference, right? And when you add a piece of law, the number of a, another law might have changed, right? So some of it will be that. Some of it will be a phased implementation of other kinds of things like working for our district, working on how do we implement the unemployment insurance for hourly workers that started on May 28th. That process has already started. Planning for the implementation of paid family leave, not for a couple of years yet, but that does take a little bit of a runway. Uh, and then continue to work on you know, what is our, our why, right, is preparing every student for lifelong success. So 
reviewing the strategies that we've used so far, and then saying, how did they work? Updating our, our benchmarks and how are we uh, performing compared to what we told the community we would do. And then we just keep moving forward. What's the next idea to be able to help make sure that we're trying to achieve the vision that the community expects us to achieve? Busy summer. It oh, yeah. doesn't let up. All right, Superintendent Hillman, is there anything else you'd like to mention uh, while we have you here? You know, just a, a couple of other items that I want to share. Just th These are both in relation to one of our strategic commitments around partnerships. So one of the real joys of uh, the pandemic sunsetting is that we are really able to get back to some of the partner work that we've had with you know, a number of local agencies. So by way of example, uh, we're very fortunate. One of the blessings we have in this community is to have two prestigious liberal arts colleges uh, that support us, and they support us in a number of ways. But this spring, Dr. Valerie Fox, who's a visiting professor for physics and astronomy at Carleton, uh, spent some of her time presenting to our Northfield High School and Northfield Middle School students. Now, you know, this is one of those things that you're like, yeah, this isn't really all that normal in many school districts. But uh, Dr. Fox uh, is, has worked for NASA. She worked on mm -hmm. some of the Mars rover projects. And so our students got to hear from a, a, a scientist uh, who's very successful in her field and talk about exploring the cosmos, right? If that's not great for kids, and, and I, I wasn't able to attend either session, but I, several people who attended the middle school session said the excitement in the middle school kids' eyes when they were raising their hands asking questions about this was just amazing. And and that's what we're looking for, right? We're looking to create uh, people who can see something that, that, that they could do when they're 12 and 13 and they see someone uh, who's been successful in their field and who's excited about it and they see themselves then doing that, Jeff. And so we go from exploring the cosmos to growing food. And another great partnership that we have are developing is with our a local ag community. And this year we expanded what were called farm days uh, at um, our elementary school. For several years we've had a farm day at Greenvale Park. Tiffany Courtmine, uh, a teacher at Greenvale Park, has organized that in partnership with a number of uh, local uh, agricultural experts and the Randolph FFA, who we have been part of for several years, and that expanded to Spring Creek this year, and, and Rich Gugusberg, teacher at Spring Creek, led the effort there, and so young children got a chance to see, uh, like you'd think about a farm day, they got to see some animals, right? They got to see some things around plants, and there was a model farm that they could see. There, of course, there's got to be big trucks and heavy equipment, right? Also some beekeeping and, and some other really interesting things so that kids can also see you know, not only explore the cosmos, but explore, you know, how do we how do we grow our food? How does agriculture work in our community? And so those are two examples of partnerships that we have that we're really grateful for being in this community for, Jeff. So a couple of yeah. examples of some exciting things for kids. I like those. I like both of those. Uh, Superintendent Hillman, thank you so much for joining us. Much appreciated. Uh, enjoy your summer. I'm sure we'll be hooking back up with you before too terribly long. But uh, if you get a little bit of time off. R&R &R is good in the summertime. Well, Jeff, thanks to you and your entire KYMN staff. You are just outstanding supporters of our community, and I don't think people realize how lucky we are to have such a quality radio station that's doing great programming, you know, local news, supporting local activities, just the work that you've done you know, in partnership with Northfield Live to make sure that our student-athletes and grandmas and grandpas on Sunday who couldn't make it to Northfield for graduation got a chance to watch that live, and that's thanks to your leadership and the leadership of your crew here. So thanks so much for your great support of our community. No, thank you. Thank you for the kind words. Superintendent of Schools, Dr. Matt Hillman.